hello and welcome to the podcast. This is Shannon, your beer mistress. The professor. And we are joined by... Wicked Rich is back. The band is back together. And here I thought I was fired. Oh, no. (laughs) You're like Ringo. We could never get rid of you. Oh, wow. Congratulations. You're the guy... (laughs) You're just compared with the guy that just had dumb luck to be pulled on by a bunch of talented people. Thank you for that. Welcome to the Micro Brew Review. But he stuck around on his own accord. That's true. This is episode 52. 52. And we're going to call this when the band gets back together? Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. The, the problem is we have so many bands now. Like, Ian and yeah. I are sort of like, have instruments, will travel, but it's have beer and an opener. And we're we'll like travel. those artists that are always teaming up with some other band and being like, ah, oh, we made this whole new album. <laughs> You're like Hall and Oates and et cetera. <laughs> and et cetera. Welcome, et cetera. It's good <laughs> to have you today. <laughs> I knew I should have made a Crosby, Steals, Nash & Young reference to that, but hey, you know what? I just, there goes my... The limitations of my country music realm again. I don't... Country music? Pretty sure we weren't talking about Exactly. Yeah. I don't know what any of the references were that just came out of his mouth. That it was so like speaking Greek at me. Pretty what? pathetic. Yeah. yeah that's terrible. That's so like welcome back, artists. everybody. I know it's been uh, it's been a little while because we gave you our throwback. We, we listened to your demands. We gave you 50A or what should be really... Point five? Is that what we should have called it? Instead of episode one, it was episode point five. 50, 50A works, I think. So uh, I hope you're still our friends after that because it kind of hurts us a little to listen to it. You're so, keeping up with the trends. Throwback, throwback, instead of throwback, throwback throwback, Thursday. Throwback, <laughs> throwback, throwback podcast. So today, uh, it's fruity. We are uh, rolling into fall, if you will. And so we're, oh. we're going to start with a beer from Hawaii, a state that doesn't really have fall. Kona Brewing Company. In the words of Mike Myers, Mukalakaliki, come on, you want to lay me? Pass the poi, mahalo. <laughs> <laughs> I've had poi. Have you had poi? I've never had poi. I have been to Hawaii once for three and a half days. Hmm. My family thought I was insane. They said, who goes to Hawaii for three and a half days? However, I had a very good friend who was a flight attendant, and we flew for free. So I said, people who go to Hawaii for three and a half days are the same people who go to Hawaii for free. That's true. Uh, and I did have poi. She was a vegetarian, and so we didn't really have the you know pork in vegetarian the sand. Or, or a pescatarian no vegetarian oh the worst um <laughs> on that trip is the first time i ever saw her eat anything in like three years that wasn't vegetarian and she did order a crab cake and i looked at her funny and she goes well it's a special occasion you only come to hawaii once <laughs> when in rome yeah when see rome. and that is my main point against vegetarianisms even they don't like the food that they have like organisms. They don't want to eat something. And they're just like, well, special occasion. I'm going to eat a cow. Okay. <laughs> it's not a special occasion. Your body is craving it, desires it. It's delicious. Just eat it. Yes. She was a vegetarian by accident. You know her. <laughs> she fell into a car. Accidental. No, this was Eileen. Oh. Eileen? A- no, Eileen. 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 Um, the blonde that yeah. Yeah, I used to act with. So yep. she actually, her. Saw her underwear. Her, well, really? we all did, really. Yeah. I think there's pictures on Facebook at my parties. Her dad, back in the 70s, was trying to impress her mom, and her mom was a vegetarian, so her dad was like, yeah, totally also a vegetarian. I'm also a vegetarian. Until they got married, and then he was like, shit, I'm in for this now, aren't I? So they had a vegetarian family and had kids and started raising them vegetarians, and she was like eight or nine. Dad finally came clean and was like, I can't take it anymore. Had he been, like, sneaking out for burgers? <laughs> yeah. It is him, just him at like McDonald's just eating. It. It's like in the movie House Guest when Sinbad is like posing as a fake person that's apparently just an awful vegetarian that eats nothing but this weird soy stuff. <laughs> and he just like runs to McDonald's with like the biggest grin and like orders half the menu. <laughs> 
though that's not real meat. Yeah, it's not. But hey, if you if you're it's eating good advertising like, for McDonald's, soy, it's, it, that's still a step up, I think. So yeah, after nine it's 40% years, meat. her da- her dad and her brother decided they were going to go back to eating meat, but her and her men. mom decided to stick with veg. And so I know she's like thirty now, and she's still a vegetarian, just because she always had been. So why mess with a good thing? I know a girl like that. I just thought it was hilarious. But she that eats fish. Her dad's lie had implications on her life like thirty years later. Sadness. So <laughs> let's talk beer. <laughs> also, it shows that some lies will uh, not necessarily end a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's a very good point. I need a cow! <laughs> Wife, there's something I need to tell you. <laughs> I've, I've been, been lying to you. Yeah, I've been faithful, but... <laughs> Kids, we have to tell you something. Daddy likes eating little animals. <laughs> we just, I know, Remember when I the know. rabbit disappeared? Remember your favorite book, The Little Lamb? Aww. That's what daddy eats. Ah! Uh. Oh, now you got the kids against me. That's fun. (laughs) So, because we're starting fruity, we thought we'd have some passion fruit, which is perfectly Hawaiian. Yeah, we were on a roll. We actually picked this up when we got the uh, delicious pineapple beer. But this is uh, Kona Brewing Company, which we had before with their coconut porter. Porter, yes. Um, No, that's Maui. That was Maui. You're yep. right. So this is Kona two makes, breweries. Kona makes longboard lager, which you know I don't like lager, but I, in Hawaii I had one and it was perfect in the heat. Fair enough. And this is part of their Aloha series. It is an ale brewed with passion fruit. And uh, I got to say, it's not very bad. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. It's not very bad. I think this is one I actually had before. A buddy of mine stumbled across this. He used to work for a moving company. He moved a woman down to uh, South Carolina. And it's like a like you know she gave the tip, but as a and there's a bonus because they were just talking about beer. She goes, "Oh, I have this like this six pack. You guys want to try this? Someone brought it back for me, but I don't really drink beer." And it was I think I believe it was this beer because when you said passion fruit, I'm like I feel like I've had this Kona before, and I have. I think Jason would like this. Jason loves passion fruit, and it's, it is. I mean, it's a beer. It's which subtle, I like. but it's there, mm-hmm. and you know it's nice, and it's balanced because the ale is light, the passion fruit is light. Mm-hmm. It makes a lot of sense. I like it's it. It's definitely more... Coloring is very uh, very mild. Yeah. It's, it's definitely like more something juice. for summer. That's I a great way to describe I don't know if the last juice, time I saw yeah. apple juice in my glass, but yeah, it does sort of look like apple juice. But it's definitely more of a... It's got, the, it's got a nice crispness. It's a lightness that, that's for that kind of mid-months, I guess, obviously, a lot hotter and nicer in Hawaii. Again, so a perfect beer for Hawaii, where yeah. it's like, hey, it's 100 degrees out. And we know. bought it on a hot July day in Pittsburgh, so had we right. brought it, you know... Brought it out of the ice that day and had some. We probably would have enjoyed it, but now that it's oh, I still enjoy fall. it. <laughs> oh, I love fall. Can we talk about it's how much not, I love fall? Mm, sure. Beers. Go ahead. But you just got a little swoony on it. <laughs> it's just so nice. Strangers. You don't night. smile ever. What's going on right now? I'm a very happy person. There's a difference between being happy and smiling. Truth. I'm just very pleased with the current weather situation. It's really very pleasant. I can <laughs> wear suits again. True. He can run out like a wild man in no shirt and scratch the hairs in his chest and scream at the moon, you know? What? 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 Yeah. What do you guys do on weekends that I need to know about? <laughs> or just do that I don't need to know about, maybe? Is that is that what they do where you come from, Richley? What? <laughs> bearded men unite, I guess. That's right. All I don't hunts. really consider myself a bearded man. Is that weird? Yes. Because you always have a beard of some sort. Or I facial hair. facial hair. Yeah, there's a difference. not really a beard. Yeah. There's a difference. You grow a beard in like five minutes if you don't shave. But I don't. I, I rarely choose to grow a beard. And why is that? Mostly because I get a lot of flack for it. My girlfriends don't like it. 
That was a plural sentence, and that was <laughs> hilarious. Well, my in, hoes in don't really like when I got the girlfriends that I've going. had are not pleased with my beard. So, as someone who is well established in the Philly area and so charming when you go meeting people, do the ladies that you meet like it? Like, is a goatee just more charming, or I have no idea. Okay. He calls it. You thing. don't talk once you once they give you them your number or once they give you their number. You don't talk about your facial hair anymore. You find other things. To I I rarely talk about my facial hair, except when he calls it the thigh tickler. <laughs> Neither of those are pleasant noises on our part. Nice little snort chortle there that I'm like, well, the secret's out. I was at the Renaissance Fair yesterday. It was Oktoberfest weekend. And uh, a bunch of our friends have a singing group called the Righteous Blackguards. It's pretty awesome. Blackguards? Blackguards? It's spelled... I don't know. Anyway. Uh, it's the Renaissance. Uh, they can make it up. But they're supposed to have an asterisk, which at the fair just means, you know, don't bring your kids and be prepared to be offended. But some people do that as a sport. It's fun, you know? Uh, somehow, through the course of the first 30 seconds of the show, a dental dam comes up. And they are now all, I'm running it through my head, they are now all married men, but they, you know, make a career out of playing not married men. And there's one little Christian boy wearing very tight pants and a short shirt up there with a guitar going, I don't, I don't know what that is. And the audience is like losing it and the guys are choking on their beer and he goes, well, I, I mean, don't tell me now because there's, you know, 300 people in the audience, but if someone could at some point tell me what a dental dam is, I would appreciate that. Sunday, I know what a force field is. <laughs> so I ran into him later at the bar, and he was just himself. He wasn't in character or anything like that. And I said, hey, Mark, you know, after the show, did anybody take a minute and sort of catch you up? And he goes, for real? I have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I about. wasn't sure if it was like a character <laughs> choice or... <laughs> and of course, Selly was there and Selly in his very abrasive manner. manner gave him a... And because we're PG-13, I'm going to let you Google that. Uh, but it did come up in health class and it is something that is if it available. It came up in health class. I don't know why we can't talk about it It here. is available in the healthcare aisle, I guess. I don't know where you'd buy one. That's all I'm going to say is these exist, but Just I don't pick know. pick up some saran wrap. If lady's crotch had a force field. <laughs> that was malleable. Isn't that called like a chastity belt, but not malleable? I don't know. If you look at... Well, no, because you figure a force field is still like transparent in a way. So if it's malleable, you can move it around a bit, you know. I can't imagine. I would just... <laughs> I can't imagine. Oh, well, this is taking a turn for the worse. <laughs> Back to beer. We're both looking over at, uh, at beer mistress as she's going like, would that work? No, that wouldn't work. No. That's, I'm trying to imagine a reason or a cause or a situation, and I'm like... Well, if you know you're playing it safe, you're just unsure about a certain lady that says, "Sure, go ahead." After our first five minutes of seeing each other, meeting yeah. each other, here you go. Can you imagine being like, "Ooh, I got, I got her pants off." Oop, wait, need a minute. Gonna have to go to my back pocket. Because <laughs> that's the sound everything makes. You yeah. Unwrap the package. <laughs> that's amazing. And on that note, so you, sir, professor man. Um, I just said that because no one could see where I was right, pointing. Yes. Um, you went to a fundraiser last night at a beer bar. I did. Tell me uh, more. I don't know that it's a beer bar per se, other than they did have excellent It's called a tap beers. room, though, isn't it? 
Yeah, I guess so. I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's my first time there. It was uh, a city tap city? house uh, in University City. Nice. 39th and Walnut. Cool place. Nice spot. They have, uh, they're kind of the second floor of a building. So they have an elevator up or you can walk up onto their outdoor seating area and then walk inside. Good beer list. Uh, I was there for a fundraising benefit for a friend of mine. Which on a Saturday night is pretty generous on the Well, they did like a happy hour, basically, from 5 to 7. So it was, you know, they're probably usually not that busy then anyhow. But everyone lingered and got dinner. And it's, I would say those things are always a good deal for whoever is hosting them. A good way to make sure you have a full house on a weekend. And also a nice thing to do. So, uh, but it was fun. Uh, A couple of my friends showed up to support slash hang out and drink and watch football. (laughs) Uh... (laughs) I can't relate. I don't do college football. I like football, but college football has never done it for me. Yeah. And this, season, this season, I'm kind of off. My friends are all texting about, like, Eagles should draft this quarterback. And I'm like, I, I don't know who you're talking about. Usually, I'm, I'm, I'm up and filling in the sports because by now, it's like I'm sick of baseball and I need something else to fill the time because I'm just tired of watching guys just stand there scratching themselves waiting for something to fly at them. <laughs> uh, Says the <laughs> hockey lover in the room. I know. Because it's always constant movement, you yeah. know? Hockey, the sports That's, That joke came up yesterday, did not go over well. Don Juan is like, oh yeah, I'm Michael Vick. One for my team, one for their team. One for my team, one for their team. And the audience just died. I was like, mm, things you shouldn't do in the Philly realm of support. Mm. No. I don't know, he has half. He, he, he doesn't have a lot. Vick is a half and half support, so that joke still goes over well. <laughs> okay. So you kind of cleaned up though, didn't you? I did. They, they had a raffle there. And through my various restaurant connections, I was able to score a few gift cards to certain places so of course i bid on everything i brought because <laughs> they're places they're you places like. i like to <laughs> so they were like ten dollar raffle tickets and i bought 10 of them and i ended up winning let's see i bid Uh-oh, mental math is happening yeah i know yeah. i bid um, i bid on eight things and i won three of them wow that's pretty fantastic so the odds were pretty awesome and it was only funny because the uh the woman who was doing the benefit was drawing the names out, and she called my name, like, almost three times in a row. And everyone was just like, what is this? <laughs> <That's> like, <laughs> that happened at a, a fundraiser. Uh, my, my buddy Sam, who's a mixed martial arts fighter, does a night to knock out autism. And he did it for did it for a couple of years. He's gotten too busy to where he can't set up, but he raised, like, you know, they were huge. They were, like, 10, we raised, like, $10,000 a year, like, three consecutive years. And I was hosting it, and one friend of ours, Jimmy kept winning all the raffles. And there was like some major stuff. There was like a $1,200 bike. There was an iPad. There was a Disney vacation. And he's just winning all this stuff. And I'm like, all right, rigged. Rigged. <laughs> he was working the front desk, rigged. And he, everybody he was like, dude, stop. You're going to get me in trouble. I'm like, so it is rigged. <laughs> <laughs> I did that once uh, for New Year's Eve, which if you've all been listening, you know is my favorite holiday in the world, which apparently very few people understand. And I just don't get it. I was working at a theater, which is a nonprofit theater, and so we decided to have a fundraiser on New Year's Eve because people like excuses to get dressed up. And pretty sure New Year's Eve is an excuse to get dressed up. Exactly. Well, let's take that same money that you would spend to go out somewhere, but give half of it to the theater. That was our logic, anyway. So it was a four people showed up. No, it was it was full, and I think the theme twelve people. Nineteen fifties prom was the theme, and we had like pinball machines and all sorts of games. Just so like and Back stuff to the Future. Up. Sure, let's go with that. If that means that you make fun of me dance. a little less. Um, but <laughs> end, of the night, <laughs> end of the night 
came and I just remember, I remember waking up and feeling awful. I had the worst migraine of my life. And Jason called our friend who is a chiropractor and is like getting this advice on the phone of how to try to relieve some of the pain so that I can stand up without throwing up because I'm supposed to put on a dress and spend the next, you know, 11 hours at this fundraiser. So I finally got upright and I remember I was sitting with the board president and the mayor of the town and all of these people and they sit down my food in front of me and I'm just looking at it like, oh, this is not going to go well. Uh, There's the raffle tickets for all of the different fun stuff that the town has donated and I bought several tickets not thinking, oh, am I allowed to win just because I'm one of the organizers? Like if I put my money in just like you did, it's just a random drawing, why can't I? And the end of the night comes and the board president looks at me and she goes, what is it you really want to win? And I was like, I, I mean, I put it in for all pampering stuff, you know, like a pedicure or a massage or right now I just feel awful. And that's all I wanted was something that was, you know, a day out of the office. And she goes, OK, the last one of the night. And I saw her do it. She totally rigged it. Like she put my ticket at the top and then reached in and her thumb was holding it against the bag the whole time. <laughs> and she pulled it out. And I was like, oh, Oh, <laughs> like I wasn't sure what I was supposed to do, but she was very nice about it. So I enjoyed my massage. I you was were fine supposed with that. to act. You were like, yeah, <laughs> I did not see this coming. Well, it was fun because like the first drawing was a $50 gift card to City Tap House with a growler. And so we're sitting there and they're like, all right, first winner is Ian. Because I wrote my name on the back and everyone, you know, I wasn't sure if I was going to be there till the end. So I left my, my name and number on the back of the, the tickets. And I'm sitting with a couple of friends of mine, and they're just like, of course, Ian. They're like, go on, go up there. So I like walk halfway up, but they're like, you know, we'll get your prizes at the end. I was like, cool. Because your hands would have been too full, so you might right. as well. And so then they called out a couple others, and they went through. Sadly, I didn't get the Steven Star. Uh, oh, man. The Steven Star and Kyber restaurant group. Um, $50 for each of them. So I would have been like, <sighs> That would have bought uh, your wine. You would have still had to buy dinner. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, there was a, a basket from Saks, actually, that uh, I knew a friend of mine would have been interested in. It was not exactly a masculine package, <laughs> but I, I threw down for it. And there were all these girls there, like, sitting holding their tickets, and they called out Ian again. And I was just like, well, that's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next one was uh, a wine basket with uh, some really nice pasta sauce and from De Bruno's and Some basil oils, olive oil yeah. and stuff and that was literally the next one and called my name again <laughs> and I was like yep I'm <laughs> I'm done what is it you said the other night it's amazing about the English language that literally no longer means literally yeah yeah I was, I was literally done <laughs> <laughs> literally uh, so what's our next fruit, sir? Mm. Mr. Professor? I know, because I, I was saying, like, you can see how exciting the Kona was when we told every other story than the Kona. Well, it was a good I think beer. we have to catch up on a lot, is why we're well, talking. Well, that's a lot of... And, yeah, yeah, there is a lot of stories. But I will say, it's like, because to me, it's it's a, it's a not like it's, it's a bad beer. I think to me, at least where my palate is, it doesn't do enough for me. But if it's like, it's a refreshing beer that if someone wants to try and just have one, they're just... Absolutely. Just I got thing, nothing bad to say about that beer. Yeah. No. I think it got the fruit, it got the beer, it had the refreshing. And the fruit didn't taste artificial, which I was really pleased with. I hate when it's like, oh, this tastes like cherries. And you're like, yeah, this tastes like a cherry lollipop that's been sitting in a... In a bank for, for a few yeah, years. For years. Um, High so fructose corn strawberries. I think more of it was if we had this in... <laughs> Cornberries. In the heat of summer. Yeah. We probably would have had more to say about it. But I guess what makes me the happiest about it, truly, and this is probably going to sound like the summer lover that I am, but 
you know how so many beers talk about, you know, the taste of the Rockies or the cold mountain, da-da-da? Yeah. This I don't I know can, these beers that you're talking about. <laughs> this I can see at least as being a, hey, it's a great beer that, no, it kind of does taste like the beach. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I think it's a great Hawaiian, Hawaiian beer. beer. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, can, I could envision myself... And that's that's the thing. Uh, you don't like the beach, so if that's yeah, vacations and stuff, people are always like, "Oh, you're gonna go to the beaches," and like, and I think about it sometimes, and I'm like, "Yeah, maybe I could do some cruise or something." And I'm just like, "There is really terrible beer when you go away. Like when you go to those hot climates, their beer is pretty awful because it's yeah. about the refreshing and a low ABV. Right. So, you're not so it's drunk. it's the Coronas and stuff like that. And but I could I could drink that on a beach, you know. I sit out there with a cooler full of that. And <coughs> or you have to, or they have to be invented. Like when I went to Jamaica, and then you know I enjoyed some fresh red stripe. But to make it even better was the iceberg, which was a half a pint of red stripe and then a lime margarita. Oh, l- that sounds awesome! Iced margarita dumped into it, so it floated like an iceberg <laughs> in the beer. Can we and do I went, that with the rest of the Hawaiian beer? That way, that would Can we make it. a cocktail and float the beer in it? Sure. Is there any left? Yeah. Oh. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. It's it's marvelous. That was my favorite drink in Jamaica. I'll I'm throw like, in okay. a little salt and call it a tropical afternoon. That sounds like, woo. Yeah. What are we drinking now? <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> this is our orange blossom cream ale from oh, Buffalo Bill's so Brewery. Yeah. It is an ale brewed with honey and orange peel with natural flavor and orange flower extract. What, um... I'm getting the orange and the honey in the nose, definitely. Where is Buffalo Bills from? New York? Uh, Somewhere out west? Brewed and bottled, you know, Seattle, Washington. Oh, wow. Buffalo Bills in Seattle, Washington. That doesn't sound like a very... I know. Why someone will come out and be like, did you know that Buffalo Bills are actually born in Seattle? Well, actually, they're... Let's see. It says, brewed and bottled by independent brewers, United Corporation, Seattle, Washington, Portland, Oregon... It's Berkeley, nice. California, for Buffalo Bills Brewery in Hayward, California. Okay. So I guess they outsource uh, yeah. some of their... <laughs> I'm going to say, it sounds like three different locations. I'm like, okay, where is it made? I'm going to say they're in Hayward, California. Like a creamsicle. I do like a creamsicle. It really smells. Which is the only thing that I'm iffy about, because creamsicles never got into it. I'd always be like, hey, an orange pop. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Why is there vanilla in here? <laughs> there's like weird flavor in here. I want this separate. Oh, that was awesome! I'm weird about my flavor combinations. It's always there's certain things. How do you eat regularly? (laughs) (laughs) It's just that certain flavors. There's certain certain either forms or combinations. I'm like, hey. I'm weird about the music that the ice cream man plays. So I understand. Is that because it's weird music? Well, there's certain Is things... Is it usually just like the Mulberry Bush? there are certain things when it plays, I was like, okay, I can see this is, you know, a festive song. Come, children, eat my sugar. I get that. And then there are other Come, times. children, to my van. Milf stout. <laughs> <laughs> then there are times when... Um, when they're playing, I'm like, okay, yeah, this is a folk song, but did anyone ever look up the words of this song? Because nothing about it says... A welcoming or safe yeah, but, environment. But how many songs are out there that use the same tune? Because there was only like every every town had like the song, but they would make up different lyrics. That all has to do. There's a song at Starbucks right now that is uh, it's one of the Ren Fair songs, but it's not. Well, I'm gonna have to go check it out. That's yeah. really interesting. Uh, it came on, and I was just like, "Wait, I know this song. Wait, these words are different. Wait, what's happening? I don't know." 
Yeah, commercials do that too. I mean, they'll, they'll pick like a song, like just the beat, like the melody of some song. It could be like some Lady Gaga song talking about dirty sex. And they're like trying to sell you, they're like maybe trying to sell you like a new laundry car. detergent. The new yeah, console. Like, yeah, or, yeah. Or, or, yeah, or it's like laundry detergent, like her clothes are clean, you know, just like, you know, it's like bad romance in the background. And be like, you'll fall in love, you know, and I would say, you'll fall in love with your cleanser. And it's like, no, it doesn't, it's like just because it has the word, like, I have to be honest, and I think you'll appreciate there. this. So I was doing a gig last week where I'm in a singing group called Chase Treasure. And for the What's event. What's the point? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, we were at a wine festival that uh, was kind of the coolest wine festival I've ever been at. It's at Valenzano's Winery out in Shamong, New Jersey, which I'm pretty sure should not be the name of a town That's for a fake so place. many reasons. Well, I kid you not, I, I got sent the gig sheet, you know, be here at this time, this is what it pays, this is where you should be, and this is who you should ask for. And I was like, you're kidding, right? Like, I'm just going to... I'm going to type shemong into my <laughs> GPS and it's going to say... Yeah, and it's funny because that's, that's how it comes up when you type it in. Google was like, did you mean shemong? <laughs> so when we got there, we were rehearsing. Um, just We had a lot of sets to sing, so we wanted to mix it up and add some new songs and whatever. And someone stumbled upon us and it was a guy from the Veterans Association. And he said, you know, you guys sound really great. Would you be willing to do a Facebook promo for our Vets Association by singing the National Anthem. And we're like, oh, totally. You know, there's only four of us. We've been singing for a long time. We've all sung some arrangement of the National Anthem or another, so I'm sure we can whip this out. So we'll rehearse once, and then we'll come over. Well, we sang it. We loved it. We were sort of like, where did these harmonies come from? This is pretty awesome. When it was done, we started going, wait a minute. Isn't this based on an English drinking song? Could we sing a four-part harmony of an English drinking song? So our goal for the next gig is to memorize the words of the English drinking song <coughs> and do that again. I think that would be That's a awesome. really fun way to sort of... Harmonies know. are cool. When, like, when you're pulled off right, harmonies just sound, like, just sound ear appeasing. Like it's when it blends quite right. Although we say knowing like, harmonies and different things. Like, whenever I hear the national anthem, because I had to do it like in the, you know, in all Catholic chorus, we had all different harmonies <laughs> and stuff. So I just hear like my head and going like, oh, say, can you see? And it's like, it's like I just hear the harmony automatically and I'm just like, and my brain just goes, eh. and I'm like, no, it's not what he's doing. He's Jason feels that way when I try to sing Christmas carols. <laughs> he's like, all right, you're singing the tenor line, but no one knows anything but the melody to a Christmas carol. So what are you doing right now? You're the one, yeah, you're that one person. <laughs> Show off. <laughs> It's more like, because I was in choir for so long, and I was always in alto, which is basically the same as the tenor line, that I don't know necessarily what the melody sounds like. So when I'm singing, it's always all over the place. But if you hear it, you know, in harmony, it sounds good. By itself, I sound drunk. Hence the word harmony. Yeah. Hence the word drunk. <laughs> so, drunk harmony. talk about a little orange drunkenness. Yeah, great right drunk band name. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> Drunk Harmony. Preferably a band with the lead singer's name is Harmony. I feel like we should, or a blog, there's got to be a nice, like, The Adventures of Drunk, Drunk Harmony. Harmony. <laughs> <laughs> Can we make that into, like, I a, feel like this a graphic like, novel, maybe? I know, that sounds like a totally fit. I feel like a sidekick. Like, it's like, The Adventures of Drunk Harmony and Melody Wang. Like, <laughs> Come now. <laughs> We've got to find our beer. Someone scribble that down. That is the name of this episode. We have it recorded. <laughs> yeah. It's good. <laughs> this is what happens when the band gets back together. Oh, yes. Good time. So I... I'll play the drums. <laughs> this is... 
Oh, you saw to do it, you know? Just doodly doodly do. <laughs> How about I just sing into the bottle? Can we, can we call right. that my job? Orange beer. Orange beer. You don't like creamsicles. What do you think about orange beer? Um, it's actually not bad. I, I think the thing is with, with a lot of flavors, and I usually try to tell this to people when they're afraid of trying any beer that states a flavor out front, is that sometimes you're not going to, it's not going to be like flavor, like in your face. It sometimes can blend in the brew. And I feel like for me, which like shaving out, cream pie. <laughs> is what's, what's jumping out for me more so than anything of the cream flavor is the orange flavor. And I like orange. So to me, it's, it's. It's I think the cream the is the style of the beer. It's a cream ale. It's just a cream ale, yeah. So it's smooth. You know, it's creamy right. on, on the mouthfeel. Yeah. But it isn't necessarily, you know, the vanilla orange part of cream the cream. Orange right. Yeah. It's, it's called orange blossom. I mean, and you, I think you really... I got a lot of the orange pith, actually, but in a pleasant way. In a beer bittering kind of way. Mm-hmm. At the back end, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm getting right now. Which I like. It's not sweet. You know, it could Mm-mm. be it could be sweet and it... And again, not really artificial, which I like. Good job, folks from Buffalo, California. Buffalo, California, <laughs> Seattle, D.C., <laughs> somewhere. Caribbean-ness. Yeah. <laughs> Yum, no, man. we like it. I'd, I'd be interested to see what else they do. And if they do, oh, that's interesting. That's our first screw top. <laughs> what? Wait, what? Did you actually pop it off with an opener and you could have screwed it off? Always, yeah. Yeah. But how would you know? We have another. We could try it. I'm not going to. You could cut your hand open that way. Oh. I've by done making that those kind of assumptions. Here's what I think. <laughs> That's what I love. That's how I can tell a true beer drinker versus a, you know, big four beer drinker, is when you hand them a beer and they go and they just try to <laughs> twist it off and you're like, don't do that. <laughs> I didn't yeah, know what like, to we talk so much about, oh, well, are we tired of getting bottle openers? But I realize that there's nowhere in my life I don't need a bottle opener. So at this point, I'm still open Usually for more. Usually it's in my hand. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still open for more free ones. You know, I'll take them on my keys and I'll have one in my car and I'll make sure that, you know, my purse has a bottle opener and maybe my makeup kit has a bottle. Yeah, I need a bottle opener all the time. But I do that all the time when I get certain beers. I'm just like, just like you just pop everything I usually drink. This has to be popped open. And then yeah. I pop it open. Someone goes, you could have twisted it off. And I went, oh, well. <laughs> yeah, Yingling, I didn't know that you only... Well, and here's the thing, too, is you could have twisted it off. But if you go to a bar, they're always using openers. Because, you know, I don't care how tough your hands are. But if you're twisting open beers all night long to serve to people as a bartender, you're going to cut your hands off. Yeah. So here's what I want with this. <clears throat> Something with dark chocolate and orange essence almost though see i'm torn because i think you know those dark chocolate like the orange balls I was that you just break a, i was just about to make that just talk about that because i'm like yeah. you yeah. think of those orange chocolate balls but i also there. kind of want a very mild citrus panna cotta what about like a candied orange pith dipped in chocolate delicious they sell those on the boardwalk what yeah so you take the you take like the orange mm-hmm. peel yeah. and you candy it so you put a nice like crisp so it gets crunchy Sugar, kind crunch of. crunch yeah. on the outside, mm-hmm. but then you you know dip it in a chocolate fountain. And dry. Oh, wow. You just furrowed your brow. I know. I'm like, trying to process that. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know how I feel about that. That's what I look it's weird because that's probably the only instance in which I would be like, hmm, let me eat some orange rum. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly where my brain is going because I'm looking at that and I'm going, I don't... Who looked at that and went, I want to eat this too? <laughs> fiber. <laughs> it's very fibrous. I have a friend that eats the entire apple and I'm just like, Why? Why? Well, like even like a kukori. The entire apple, except for the stem. 
No. I'm just like, well, I know no. you can, but I don't know why you would. Exactly. Yeah. It's not. You get to that, once you get to the core, it's, that, it's just rough and awkward and just. Then you have the seeds, which are like, he'll eat those too. Maybe he spits those out. I don't know, That's, but he'll eat yeah. like the whole center <sighs> of the apple. At the wine festival, it, they had, you know, we were enjoying the, the music and the festivities amongst the. Uh, grapevines and there were signs that would say you know it's illegal to pick an entire bunch of grapes and i don't know if it truly is or if they were trying to get you to not pick a bunch of grapes but you are welcome to try a grape or two you know this is going to be x wine when it's finished uh, and i was all excited i was like oh i want to try and i pulled them off and i start chewing them they're really juicy and really ripe and i was like oh seeds seeds like never crosses my mind that grapes actually I'm, come with seeds, seeds there, yeah. <laughs> it's the little things that you get accustomed to they take you out. They take you off. I've learned everything has seeds. Even seedless watermelons have seeds. True, but they're edible seeds. They're edible seeds, but you know, when we are a kid and you see the word seedless, and you're like, yeah, and I love watermelon. Watermelon is my do all end all of fruits. I'm just imagining you with your beard, just like stained pink. Oh yeah. Like, oh my god. My mom used to kick me out of the kitchen because she'd be carving a full watermelon and be trying to cut it, and she put a piece in. I'd go. And just bite it. Just take it. Peace. Take it. Peace. And she just turn with the knife and be like, get out! <laughs> chomp. Chomp. <laughs> so here is my embarrassing childhood story that goes with this particular topic. Well, I grew up on canned vegetables. I know that Ian just You've died a little so far. on the inside. Uh, but I, there's, I never met a vegetable I didn't like, even when it was canned and disgusting. On green bean day, which we always had with ham, because that's how you eat it in Lancaster County, ham and green beans are either in a soup or on your plate, but they're always together. I would take my green I'm beans. I'm so sad for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it gets better. Keep it. That wasn't the embarrassing part. It gets worse. I would take my green beans and separate them out. So I would like open the green bean and pull the seeds to one side and the bean to the other side. And then I would eat all of the seeds really fast Pretty all sure at once. Pretty sure the seeds are the beans, actually. Okay. Now open them up. Take the seeds out of the middle of the beans. Eat all the seeds all at once, and then I would Aren't take... the seeds the beans? You're ruining my story. <laughs> okay, go on. Then I would take all of the, like, the outside leaves of the top of the green beans and eat them next so that my goal was, because I really, really liked Mickey in Jack and the Beanstalk, my goal was to get the beans to sprout in my stomach by putting the beans first and then the stuff on top like dirt so that I would never be hungry again. That didn't work out for me. <laughs> All I'm thinking is that a big beanstalk is going to sprout yeah, out of your like stomach. Alien, like, like, <laughs> like, is that an alien? It'd just be like and a your body beanstalk. would be the fertilizer for it. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's the first hey, thought. Logics of an eight-year-old, right? <laughs> yeah. By the time it made it into the can, it was probably such a dead, like, bean part of it or seed part of it that there was nothing that was going to sprout ever, no matter what I did to it. But I remember, like, for years of my life thinking... Last time it didn't work. What do I have to change about this time? Like, do I add water to the mix, or what's going on here? That's crazy. I, I just, I just picture him just like downing a bowl of beans and just like a gallon of water, just <laughs> chugging and it like all. eating dirt. Uh, sprout! Uh, damn it, sprout! Oh, I ate a lot of dirt as a kid. I mean, it's part of the country living. That's how you survive. I'm so sorry for you. <laughs> this makes me think of of Doctor Who. I've never seen an episode of Doctor Who. What is wrong with you? I was in London and saw a Tardis. 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 Oh, okay. <laughs> a tar- I saw. A, I saw a Tardis that there in London. <laughs> he was running late. He was tardy. Uh, puns. Uh-oh. Come on, you cannot diss about puns, sir. <laughs> you have no. I have de- it's all about the delivery. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Oh, wait. Okay, so I just went left to right over my glass, and I've got a little What happens if you go right to left? 
Oh, okay. Well, all I'm going to say is what I really smell was salsa. Salsa? I yeah, mean, you're drunk. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, what? this is probably like 4%, right? Um, the first one was 5.4, and this one is... Mysterious. 5.2. Boom. 5.2. Hey, Rich Lee, we wanted to make sure you could walk a straight line when you left here. Well, yes, I know, yeah, so I... Yeah. <clears throat> On my way to rehearsal. One, two, three, axe! I'm like, words come out like a character. Um, <laughs> you pick a character, I pick the words. <laughs> All right, so um, on the pun note, I thought the third beer <laughs> on the... <laughs> on a lame transitional note? <laughs> Go on, say you can no, say it. Now, no. please, I insist. It's pumpkin roll beer, we're going to roll into fall. That was like the speedy through, like, don't want to miss this pun. Just come on, just go. Just, no, they didn't hear it. They didn't hear it. Just say it fast. Oh, <laughs> oh no. and then the... Oh, what? And apparently the cap doesn't roll too well. What happened was I thought that there'd be less room for you to make fun of me if I just got it out make fast fun of you. and moved it. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was a good one. We all laughed. <laughs> someone just wrecked their car because they were laughing too hard. Look what you did there. I killed someone. That was not... <laughs> not for the first time. Oh, See, sword fighters, they just don't have a... Hmm. A care in the world. For the first time, for the last time. This is your version of a romantic song, isn't it? What? It's actually a line from Spaceballs. I've only seen that once and recently. Nobody gives Hold me on. the Hold on, I have to chug my orange. Ready? Ready? Someone else talk. Nope, that was a dead pause. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is one thing. The beer mistress gives orders and no one listens. I'm and she must spit out her beer. back in the class. <laughs> That was almost a spit take, and this is why there needs to be video cameras placed for the actual It's basically one of those instances where you're like, quick, nobody look at me. And then everybody just stares awkwardly. It's like the cat stare. Why would you bring it up? Yeah. A friend of mine who is a a distinct... Oh, good. Beer with real color. I'm so excited. (laughs) Uh, She likes them colored beers. Cat. Oh, wow. Uh, True cat lover in my life. (laughs) I couldn't help it. <laughs> it took notice it took him a half a beat longer than it took me. Because <laughs> I'm racist at heart. <laughs> so would you like to round I out had to feign. <laughs> would you like to round out our ABV on this one? Yeah, why not? Let me Mr. Professor, please educate me. <laughs> I'm just reading from the bottle. It's all right. <laughs> well you're literate. That's just, step one. Well, don't professors just do that? They just read from the book. That's true. That's more like teachers. I got my favorite tweet in a very long time yesterday when I was at the the brewery at Hershey. I took a picture of the amazing views that they have there, and then I took a picture of my spread of the beer tasting, mm-hmm. and I just said, you know, having an amazing time and enjoying the fantastic view, can't wait to come back, because Ian and I are going back in a couple of weeks, and Brewery at Hershey <laughs> tweeted me back and said, thank you, mistress, may I have another? Oh. Wow. I liked that. I thought that was, I favorited it. Yeah. I really liked those special. Yeah, looks, I do not see an ABV sexy. on here. So we're going to guess, I mean, there's a reason you're here, Richly, and not Cousin Max, because Cousin Max does not like pumpkin pie, pumpkin beers. So in other words, you brought the other guy that doesn't like pumpkin pie. You're killing yourself. <laughs> I was going to be bringing it up, but I can still explain why people who like pumpkin roll, pie would like if it. If they're naming a pumpkin roll, to me it admits we're not going for a pumpkin gourd flavored beer. We're going for a sweet pumpkin desserty flavored beer. Lady says, this fragrant ale evokes the rich, deep flavors of spiced pumpkin cake rolled around a sweet, creamy Cream filling. Cheese. 
More cream filling. You're more, welcome. More good than that. <laughs> well, no, I don't, the cream filling might be more applicable in the sort of baked goods area. It just, I don't want my fruit you don't, what, desserts no. filled. And you don't want it dipped in chocolate either? Well, you never had like strawberries with whipped cream? I don't actually eat, I don't like strawberries. What? What's wrong with You're you? Fired. I don't like strawberries. I've tried. They don't, no. Who was the drummer before Ringo? Yeah, no, I remember the guy that got fired from being Again, I, I say you're asking the country music fan. I'm worthless at this game. All right, now who is this? I'll search it to find the ABV. Uh, this is Pennsylvania Brewing Company. They should have jumped on that what name, I style? guess. Yeah, what is, their st- what is the name of the beer? It might be easier to search. Pumpkin Roll. Pumpkin Roll, Pumpkin Roll. Ale. Rich Lee got a smartphone, he's got a bunch of apps, and now he's going to brag about it. It's not apps. The beer buddy is the greatest thing uh, ever. Until it couldn't find life and limb. Yeah. Well, I had to scan it. I found it when I scanned it. I don't know if I was typing it in wrong. Or not. That is brilliant, I must say. So, uh, so brewery at Hershey is also the vineyards at Hershey, which will soon be the distillery at Hershey because they do it all. Um, is that legal? Yes, because apparently you well you just need a different license for each, but as long as you can get the license. And what I learned is you use the same equipment to distill as you do to make wine. So they figured they already had the equipment. Why well, not broaden their horizons? To brew beer, too, it's almost the same. It's like, making making whiskey is making beer and, and taking it a step it. further. Yeah, exactly. So, <coughs> no, you lost me. You, you talked about whiskey, and now that's all I can think about is going back to Scotland. What were we talking about? Scanning? Scanning, yes, boom, you win. So on the side of all of their bottles of wine is uh, one of the QR codes, like the square barcodes that are big now. If you, you know, take your bottle home, you go to the the tasting room, you like it, you take it home and forget, oh, what does this pair with? Or how, you know, what temperature should I serve it with? Or anything like that. They have a QR code on the side of the wine label. You scan it and they're... Uh, winemaker comes up in like a minute and a half video and tells you everything you need to know about the wine. Hmm. He's like, oh yeah, you should serve it at this temperature and you should eat it with this and you know, make sure you come back in this month because we're having a special. I think that's interesting, although I would prefer a written. Than a video? Yeah, personally. Just so you could scan it. I, I can see why if you're at a dinner party and someone asks a question about you know, the wine you're drinking and it would be easier to just scan it and read. But I did think, regardless, it was a really neat idea to have that reference, you know, for that, sure. that quick. Rich Lee, you have the answers? Six percent. Up the ante. We got, a, we got a six. I just like it's categorized as um, a vegetable, a herb, fruit, or veg, uh, was it spice, herb, slash vegetable style of beer. <laughs> vegetable style of beer. It's <laughs> <laughs> not brand new zucchini beer. <laughs> Berlin, did you hear that? Zucchini, zucchini beer? beer. How do we feel about that? Zucchini bread is actually quite delicious. I love zucchini bread. I love. I do not like zucchini per se, but there's so much you can do with zucchini that I do like. If you shred it up into small strips, you can make a nice zucchini salad. Actually, I have also. I make mock crab cakes out of zucchini in Old Bay, where you fry them up with Old Bay and some nice butter and. The texture itself. That nice. intrigues me more because zucchini, I never, I, I've tried to enjoy, I never I have fully it. enjoyed. But yeah, you with gotta that, shred it, I yeah. think. Being that I think you're the only person to ever make deviled eggs that I've enjoyed with the pesto deviled eggs. Boom, so boom. pesto bacon deviled eggs. Yeah, can't go wrong. So I would give those a shot with the thing that's old mm. bay on there. I'm gonna be honest. There, whatever the nose is on this, I can't place it. It's mm. it is nothing that I would expect in a pumpkin roll, but it's still really, really pleasing. It's sweet. It's a little exotic. It's like a Cinnabon. Maybe it's yeah. the vanilla that I'm picking up. 
Well, it says it's supposed to have hints of like kind of like a nutmeg it's, kind of thing I was going to say, on. It's almost like um, I kind of get an old-fashioned bazooka bubblegum a little bit. What? What bazooka bubblegum have you been eating? Uh, it, it had a cartoon in it. and it was I know, really no, I know what bazooka <laughs> so bubblegum is. nickel. You'd be yeah. like, <clears throat> you know who wanted to chew it? This you were just weird... paying a nickel for the cartoon and it wasn't ever funny. No, you're you're just pissed because like you wanted one through 50 and you just kept getting 40 every time. Yeah. Mm. It was like the golden ticket of weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a little strange in there. Even even so. Well, I guess it did something right because now I really want like a pumpkin pancake. I could eat a pancake. But I'm not sure that this is speaking to me. It's I don't know that this is the foray into fall I was looking for. I agree. But I think maybe if it came later in fall, I'd be a little more. And I think coming off the back of these fruity flavors is not very good. It almost <coughs> has like, it has like a peaty aftertaste. Something, something in the nose is just very earthy to me. Mm-hmm. And maybe more like it's the leaf of the pumpkin than the meat of the pumpkin. I don't know. Well, it says this deep orange color ale is made with real pumpkin puree and overflows with rich fra- flavors and fragrances of nutmeg, cinnamon, allspice, and ginger. Not lactose, what I lactose sugar also lends creaminess to this flavorful beer, echoing the fluffy filling of its popular namesake pastry. Voiceover, you're hired. <laughs> Just tweet him at Fun, fun with a pickle. pickle. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a way to get a professional reference. Uh, yeah, how can we reach you? At Fun with a pickle. <laughs> yeah, that's always a way to get. That's always a way to get work. No. No, thanks. Mm. I can't. <laughs> Sip number two has made it official. I, I, I think coming from, and this is coming from someone that doesn't usually like, um, cinnamon is not usually a flavor I like. I like the smell of cinnamon when it bakes. I think it smells delicious. I never usually don't Ian like. Ian made banana bread today. I don't like bananas. That bread smelled awesome. And I, and I didn't like, I don't like cinnamon. I'm not a big pumpkin pie fan in that. I don't like anything really pumpkin. The first pumpkin beer I ever tried was literally just this past weekend. I figured, literally? why not? Like, oh, literally. literally, bringing it back. Was it actual literally or? It was actual literally. It was literally this last weekend. This literally. last weekend. It was the, the we were just, uh, we just had uh, come back from Vermont at, uh, is it, I keep forgetting what this called, like West Town Station. It was you can ni- make it up. We'll never it was know. a nice. It was a really. Yeah, it was really a great restaurant and uh, and they and brewery. They had their own beer, but it wasn't a style that I would have chosen, so I didn't. Uh, but I <laughs> sampled uh, Southern Tears Pumpkin because everybody I know always talks about it, and I had it. Girlfriend Kathy loved it because she likes those flavors. And Not for my me, favorite this year. Oh, apparently they have a new one called the Warlord, which is an. Im- Imperial Stout Pumpkin Ale. Yep. I saw I saw that at Wegmans. <gasps> I think I think my eyes just got so wide. I'm Tria like, has it. Whoa. Just saying. Whoa. He's trying to lure me into a cocktail dress today. I see what's happening. No. This week maybe. But I, I think by comparison with that, being that that was my first ever foray into tasting any pumpkin beer, just I'm like, I'm not going to like it because it's not. It's like my 21st birthday when they gave me a pumpkin pie shot. They're like, didn't that taste like pumpkin pie? I'm like, yeah, I said 16 times I don't like pumpkin pie. But I did it because it's my 21st and it was free. Um, so, so the girl's belly the, button that you licked it out of, was she at least cute? No, thankfully. Well, I didn't have to do that there. Um, what, is, what do you mean, thankfully, you didn't have to do that? I don't want to lick it about. You know, I don't care. Belly buttons usually generally aren't that sexy. I mean, okay. Really? Because I think flat on a flat stomach? stomach, yeah. Okay, flat yeah, okay. But I figure I'm doing a bars and Delco. Flat stomach. All right, no, that's queen. true. Um... <laughs> You win that round, sir. <laughs> Point. 
So where's my whiteboard? Basing it <laughs> off of basing it off of having Palm King, like that was the spices really came out and really jumped out, and it really did have that flavor and taste where I could. It was like a, like a pumpkin pie or a pumpkin dessert, and it was full through. I mean, if I liked those spices, I probably would enjoy that beer. This is almost. Um, it's almost like. I hate the the phrase "common at the front," but it's like you're you're not getting really a little pedestrian. Things. Yeah, I Quite feel polite. like they didn't wash their pumpkins before. That. Like I feel like I'm tasting the earth, the salt of the, the earth. Salt of the earth. <laughs> not salt. <laughs> we are on point on today. Point. Yes, we're, we're like in each other's brains. Kibosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but the thing is, you're not really getting any of that that spice until maybe towards the back end. I'm gonna thing. say the spice wouldn't save it. Like the base beer, I don't enjoy. No, I'm not saying it's saving it, but that's the only time I'm getting anything that remotely says to me any kind of pumpkin. And overall, it's just almost kind of. I saved this beer for three months for this day because I was so excited. And well, it's three months old. Where were they getting pumpkins three months ago? I don't know, because we bought it in July. So I know, where pumpkin were beers were coming out in like August. I was like, wh- what? I was pretty sure in the grocery store this morning that I heard a Christmas song, and I had to stop and stare awkwardly at the radio. I was like, someone needs to fix this. We saw a Christmas, we saw, I've been seeing Christmas beers already. I said, what What are we starting the seasonals early? It's, like, don't. it's a, a growing problem, I would say, in the craft beer world, where there's this rush, because there are so many styles that come out in such a short amount of time. But they where have do you the get good pumpkins. They have the Oktoberfest, the um, Harvest Ales. You have your pumpkin beers, and then that rolls right into all the holiday Christmas stuff, stuff holiday yeah. Christmas warmers. Not to mention all your no- normal stouts and everything that you're coming out with. So they're pushing up it's the really release dates January, earlier February, and earlier. It's the worst because there's just this dead space after the holidays and before until you, you get to the spring, basically. Yeah. Well, which, which means they, that they should be able to push everything back. You if they don't do call them Christmas. Yeah, don't in January. Don't market them as Christmas ales. Yeah, because January kind of is winter. You can kind of yeah. push it to so there. So is February. Right. I mean, and you can do your chocolates, your seductions, your you know your nice, indulgent, thick beers in february because it's still the time do your stouts and your porters and make it i think it's based on economics is the simple fact that i i believe that they look at it as after the holiday everyone spends so much and it's all crazy at the holiday season you know yeah but people that are drinking beer like that's like buying groceries it's not buying tvs that's true but you figure you're looking at it you're if you're going to aim at enough of to to really expand your brand and you're aiming for that general audience as well that's really going to drive those sales from from where you're at to where you functioned to now where you can grow you've got to hit that general crowd and that general crowd is is going to you got to follow almost the stereotypical ebbs and flows of, of how things I guess go. here's my here's my gripe I'm a chef and so obviously my menus have to change depending on the season and you know what's available what's fresh what's delicious right now and I don't understand how, I mean, pumpkins are a fall thing because that's when they're ripe and that's when you find them and that's when they're optimum. Same with, you know, your gourds and your squashes and your zucchinis and all of that. True. So <clears throat> how is it that we bought this pumpkin beer in July when it had to be made at least six weeks Because we live in America in the 21st century and you can grow anything you want any time of year anywhere in the world that you want. Doesn't mean it tastes good. Doesn't mean it tastes bad either, though. We have the technology. I'm going to say force this grow. one tastes bad. <laughs> we have the technology. We can make them larger, fruitier, yeah. tastefuller. That's that probably doesn't necessarily taste bad because they had bad pumpkins. I'm just trying to figure out why 
my throat needs to filter out all of the sediment. Let your liver do it. Yeah, it will. Give me a couple hours. I would like to take this moment to say, as soon as I get 21 more followers on Twitter, I will be giving away prizes. And I don't believe in giving a prize to a certain number follower, because if you've all been following me since the beginning, you deserve an equal chance at winning a prize. You're like a bank commercial. Okay. So, as soon as I get 21 more followers, someone, and I think two people, because I'm... You know, found feeling some, generous. Feeling generous. Found some new goodies in the the dashing rogue prize closet. Treasure bin. Yeah, we yours sounds way kinkier. We'll go with treasure <laughs> bin. Um, we should call <laughs> Actually, it. I think there's shower. a. I think there's a sex shop in the city called <laughs> Treasure <laughs> Bin. <laughs> or treasure something. <laughs> anyway, you will not receive any sex toys in the mail, at least the from me. Unless that's what you want. <laughs> Uh, as soon as I get 21 more followers, I'll be giving away two prize packs of Dashing Rogue Beer Mistress goodies. So please follow me at Beer Mistress. Also, Rich Lee, apparently, is also looking for voiceover gigs or followers <laughs> on his Twitter page. Fun with a pickle. <laughs> I had fun with a pickle, which I'm like, nah. He's looking for voiceover you. gigs, maybe yeah, some seriously. porn work. Any I professional work. I pickle. I don't know. I don't maybe. know. Hey. Well, whatever comes first. Soon it'll have to be fun with my pickle. I <laughs> <laughs> wonder if that's taken. We could so like completely pretend to be him. That would be a really great time. Fun with my pickle? Fun with my pickle. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> like it. Also, the holidays are coming up. I know we've just talked about that a little bit, but Dashing Rogue is booking holiday and like New Year's Eve type events. We're getting a little busy. The, the colder the weather, the more people want beer, which has been kind of awesome, but we do want to make sure that our listeners have a great opportunity to work with us. So dashingrogue.com. We have some sample menus on there, but everything's customizable. Check us out. We're going crazy now. We're doing vegan. Do we're doing kosher. We're doing Do exotic game. We're doing it all. So, I mean, what the best part is like... I'm always down for an exotic game. We, I think... Treasure bin. We're going to do that. <laughs> He's got me a new... Um, Okay, it's right over there. It's a book and it has recipes in it. What do you call that? A recipe book. Okay, you got me a new recipe well, book. Uh, well, <laughs> that was a stretch. I had to work through it. It was a yeah, logical that equation that I got. Apparently, she's still filtering out that sediment there. 6%, huh? That's all. 6% <laughs> in earth is the way to get the beer business so. off her game. Um, I can handle, you know, 16% of hops, but when you throw in a little earth, I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> oh, gross. Uh, yeah, no, he got me a new recipe book with a lot of game-based recipes, so I'm really excited to brush up on that. Not it's, like Pictionary, it's like, no. like <laughs> animal game. Yeah, like... It's just pictures, you have to figure out how to make it. Bison and venison and lamb and... Snake. Snake. He keeps saying, where can, where can we buy a snake? Yeah, we're, yeah. we're working on it. Want to cook a rattlesnake? On. Alligator. So... Alligator. Gotta hunt that. Ian, you gonna tweet? At dashing underscore rogue, I will. You should. Woo. And new top 10 coming soon at BeerMistress.com. Thanks so much for coming back, Richly. Woohoo! Glad to be back. Episode you 52 stay. was a little crazy. You were only fired once, and you know that doesn't count. I know. I, it's, it's 12 strikes and I'm out. I understand. Yeah, <laughs> per episode. So, you know, in the life of your friendship, we could have 500 strikes and it wouldn't oh, matter. Sweet. Oh. I'm gonna, we're going, we are going for the record. All depends how desperate we are. <laughs> Maybe. But thanks for Sunday morning drinking with us. You're always a good company. Woohoo! And until next time, this is Shannon, your beer mistress. The professor. And Wicked Rich, back to the show. Thanks so much for joining us.